Hello and welcome back to Afterbuzzle Sports Podcast. I'm again joined by Jonathan, and this is the the second of the, the two episodes we're recording today. Um, if you haven't listened to the first one, um, you should go check it out. It's of course like on all of our platforms, and that's basically our last week's recap, which you might want to check out before we go over our best bets for this week. We have a we have an electric weekend of football coming up. And we want to make sure that we do our due diligence here, give you our best bets, our best plays for the week. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. Like these are some early lines. So by the time you're listening to this, some of them have changed, but I feel like our analysis is going to be pretty strong, at least for this week. We're starting to get to know a lot of these teams and uh, we're getting to see a lot of them match up, which is, which is going to be a good time. Let's jump right into it. Uh, Thursday. We have a, a pretty solid matchup, actually, and, and I'm very curious about this line because when I saw this initially, I was like, what is going on? We have Baylor going on the road to West Virginia. The line is currently Baylor minus three and a half. Mind you, I think West Virginia is the worst team in the, in the Big 12, one of the worst Power 5 teams in the country. Um, Jonathan, why, why is this line so low, and, and is this a play you're willing to make? I don't know why this line's so low. Not at all. Um, West Virginia is terrible. They're the worst team in the Big Twelve by far. And I get that Baylor goes on the road. It's a weekday game, but Baylor's coming off a bye, so it's not like they're playing on a short week. And yeah. West Virginia is, is playing on a short week, and I know they're at home, but Baylor is way better at pretty much every single position except for maybe quarterback. And they have the better coach. So I really don't understand why this line is at three and a half. But Baylor minus three and a half, I think, is definitely the play here. Yeah, and I, I, this might be a case where this is early in the week and we might be, like, we might be missing something, an injury that we don't know. But like, I don't think that's the case. I, to me, this is this is baffling. Um, I'm taking Baylor minus three and a half. I'm taking out the book right now. Um, very, I feel very confident on that. So, uh, and also, I'm gonna go through some of some of these games kind of in order when they're played. And if you want to highlight something, Jonathan, like make sure to to get that done. But for sure, we have let's see Friday games. I don't think there's any players I like here. Um, um, no, kind of a week Friday slate. Yeah. I don't know. Also, I don't want to watch any of those games, so I'll avoid that. Let's get into Saturday. This is where the bulk of our plays are going to come. Starting off at the noon window, we've got Penn State going to Michigan. It's going to be a maze out. It's going to be crazy. I'll be there. Um, this one should be fun. This one should be fun. Currently, the line is Michigan minus six and a half. I think that's probably correct. Like if I if we were to look at what happens when these two teams meet and like what usually is the case is it's usually that the home team dominates <laughs> like the team that, that's traveling on the road. Yeah. It's I want to say 3 to 3 since Harbaugh and Franklin have started coaching these teams. Yeah. In the series like Mich- Michigan won in in 16. Penn yeah. State won in 17, Michigan in 18. 
Penn State back to back in nineteen and twenty and Michigan in twenty one. Yeah. And that 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 twenty twenty year. Well, yeah. Both both teams were bad. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I think six and a half is a fair line. Like I wouldn't personally bet on this game. If you were to to make a play, it would probably be, I think, Michigan to cover just because they like they usually show up in these home games. I think the opposite. Like oh. once this line once this line gets to seven, I think I'm gonna take Penn State. Mm. I just think like Penn State has the athletes and the speed on defense that like JJ is going to have to like make plays. And like he very well could. Obviously, he's fantastic. But like if JJ plays like kind of below average again, like Penn State very well could win this game. Like I think I think that Penn State has way more flaws than Michigan does does at the moment, specifically on the offensive side. But like I think Penn State's defense definitely will do enough. Yeah, I- I'm just thinking of the stance of like bar Ohio State, Michigan at home in these big matchups, like they've beaten their they've beaten these other Big Ten opponents like pretty right. like, like, they, they, they haven't had many close games at home in like general. when Wisconsin, Wisconsin comes to Ann Arbor, Michigan usually beats them pretty well. Same thing, goes, same thing goes with Penn State. Michigan State's kind of been the outlier. That's yeah, really... but like they're like voodoo. They, they've done weird stuff in the past. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, that program's. Weird. Uh, I'm super excited for this matchup. Anyways, um, I really think that Michigan's defense is going to be tough for Penn State, to say the least. And like this is a game where I think the turnover battle can determine who wins and. Um, like JJ's done a pretty solid job up until this point of keeping control of the ball. Yeah. Let's move on to go to SEC country. Um, this is a play I was very interested in too. Auburn with all their flaws and all their problems going on the road to Ole Miss, Ole Miss favored by 15 points. Somehow I think that that is too many points. I agree with you. Um, I would be fine if that line went down to like maybe 12, 11. Below two touchdowns for sure. Yeah, I just I just think that's a it's a big line. And like we know Auburn, but like they played LSU close. Um but Ole Miss has to go on the road in back to back weeks after this. So yeah. kind of maybe maybe looking ahead looking a little ahead. bit. I, I don't know. I, again, like personally, I think I'd make the play right now of Auburn plus 15. But yeah, definitely, I'd like to see the over under on that game too. Like, that would be something I would look at. Definitely. Uh, yeah, but let's keep moving along, chugging along here. We got Kansas at Oklahoma. Oklahoma was brutal last week, favored by seven and a half. Uh, I don't know if Caleb I would Daniels play. isn't going to play, right? I don't think so. We have to check on that, though. Injured player theory Kansas plus seven and a half. Do you do you are you familiar with the injured player theory? What's well, I I think I do, but explain it for the audience. So basically, like what happens is when a player is out, and it's a key like a key player that people know very well. Usually, like on offense in football, often the quarterback. Vegas will like kind of overvalue a line to like because the public will generally think like oh like. Starting quarterbacks out, like, no no way, like, this team's, like, covering, like, seven and a half or whatever it is. Yeah, seven and a half for Kansas. But, like, 
I, this was like the case in like the Patriots game over the weekend. Like why? Like why in the world were the Patriots minus three against the Lions with Bailey Zappi in there? Like and then they won the game twenty nine nothing. So like I think this is kind of a similar thing. Plus like being the backup for Kansas very well last week. So yeah, I like Kansas here. Seven and Kansas half. seven and a half. I don't know. Um, I think Brent Venables might like sacrifice a walk on if they don't cover the seven and a half year against Kansas. It's at that point of the season. Um, not, not good luck there, but I'm personally staying away. I mean, I'm fine with your play though. Um, Iowa state at Texas, Texas is back folks. Officially they are, they are favored by 16 and a half. And you know what they are going to cover. I'm fine with it. I would lean that way, but this is personally a stay away from me. Week before Oklahoma State, I think this could be a look ahead. Yeah, I just think Quinn Ewers is is going to be good. Might be the best quarterback in the sport. Like, right Iowa State will not put up points. So, it's really how much is Sark going to want to win. Yeah, and, like, they won by a lot at West Virginia a couple weeks ago. So, like, this could be, like, a case where, like, like Iowa State is not that much better than West Virginia. Yeah. Like, well, like West Virginia, I, I should rephrase. West Virginia is pretty easily the worst team in this conference, but like, I don't think Iowa State is is that good either. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Minnesota at Illinois. This is probably the game to determine who is in the driver's seat for the Big Ten West. Minnesota six and a half road favorites here. Again, Devito probably not going to play. Which definitely factors in the line. Yeah, he has a high ankle sprain, so yeah, but almost I th- certainly. I think Illinois' defense can make it really tough um, for Minnesota, especially knowing the fact that Minnesota does struggle with some turnovers sometimes. Um, six and a half on the road, even without Devito, I think I'm taking Illinois to cover here. I like Minnesota. Huh. Actually, Minnesota off a bye, and I know I just talked about the injured player theory, but. Arthur Sikowski is just so freaking bad. No, but and- he's terrible. Listen, he's terrible. But I'm like I'm basing this off of the fact that Illinois is at home. I think they're really well coached and they got really good line play. What you said is true, but I think this will be Chase Brown's probably worst game of the year, and it's Minnesota's run defense. Oh, man, and- six and a half dogs. Oh, six and a half favorites. I'm- See, it seems I still like believe a lot. In I still believe in Minnesota. But, like, when do you see teams, like, go on the road in the Big Ten and be favored by six and a half on the road? And they're not, like, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State. In the in the West, unless it's, like, Wisconsin the last, like, couple years, never. So, like, to me, that's just – it just stands out. Like, when you look at these, you, like, look at the at what, like, the teams have been doing recently, but also, like – like these historical trends usually show up in these games, especially in the Big Ten West, where teams like home teams just yeah, but like home teams win so many of those Big Ten West games. Like I don't know, like Minnesota, I think would have to play really, really well in order to cover six and a half. So All right, sure. we'll we'll agree to disagree there. Um, oh, this is a fun one because we haven't talked about Miami in a little bit, and they're one of my favorite new teams to. To rag on, uh, Miami. No need to talk about them. On, yeah, but I think this line's interesting. On the road against Virginia Tech, they're favored by seven and a half. Another road favorite by a lot. 
Like Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech is tough. I would personally stay away from this game, but seven and a half, dude. Yeah, stay away, dude. I I cannot tell you what Miami's going to do on a week to week basis at this point. Well, they're going to be bad. They're going to be poor. But so is Virginia Tech. Yeah, but like, like not saying like, oh, we know what what Miami's offense is going to do. Like, no, we know they're going to be terrible. Like they have been. I agree. All right, let's go to, and I'm literally scrolling through games. So, um, if you got one you want to highlight, let me know. But, uh, oh, this one's interesting, to say the least. Georgia favored by 38 against Vanderbilt. It's a crazy highlight. Like, that's a lot of points. I'm staying away. Like, personally, I'm staying away. I literally just say this to know if you like, you have any, like, if you think Vanderbilt's going to, like, cover 38 i won't have a point on that one but i'd leave Van- vandy plus 38 i don't yeah, think that's i don't think vandy's that bad they're getting better to say like the they're still the worst team in the conference like yes they're worse than auburn but like at the same time like auburn like lost by 32 to to georgia like georgia would have to beat vandy by a full another touchdown and like that would have to be scored pretty early because, like, Georgia won't try very much late in the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's – to me, I think that's a lot of points. Well, it's like Vandy just scored 28 on Ole Miss. So, yeah. like, they're not that bad offensively. No, they're really not. Yeah, that, so that, that could be an interesting play. Um, Let's get to a big boy matchup here, Alabama at Tennessee. Bama minus seven and a half. Take it to the bank. Take it to play the of the week. Play of the when, week. When are you ever, ever going to get Bama seven and a half? Come on. Play of the week. Get it, get it before Bryce is for sure playing. Lock. I'm going to say it's the lock of the week. I'm going to say it's the best value of the entire season, maybe. Like, I, agree. I agree with you. You get this. Like, th- this is a, it's a call for anyone who wants to, to make a play on this game. And, like, there's no way that Bryce isn't going to play, right? No, you could lock down seven and a half right now. Yeah. Like immediately. Actually betting it like as we speak. Yeah, no, this is the play of the this is I almost said the play of the year. <laughs> this is this is the play of the week for sure. This is the lock. It, it might be the play of the year. This is a lock. Listen, we could look like idiots if Tennessee wins this game, but like this is a lock. I'm willing to risk that. This is a lock, a lock. Please take this. Like I can't say it enough. Is this is this the uh, is this the mortgage play, Jonathan? This might be the mortgage play. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Not much we have to go into. Tennessee's gonna be good, but like Bama coming off of a game where they were questioned publicly by the media. No, 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 no. Stop it, stop it. You do not want to run to Bama this week. People, people are doubting them, especially against a, a good Tennessee team. Bama's going to show up, and they are going to going to see some of those uh, explosive plays we've been waiting to see. Oh my god, I I can't wait for this game because this is like you're going to see Bama here, and and it's always fun watching Bama because they operate at the, like the highest level, and unfortunately for Tennessee, like they're really good, but they don't operate at that level. I, I saw something recently, I think it was what's his name, the new on three guy. Did you know like the on three guy? He's got like blonde hair. 
I don't know the football guy. He's the football guy. But she was saying like I know the basketball guys. This dude, this dude compared on Twitter. He's comparing Tennessee to Alabama and Georgia. And I was just like, sir, let's let's wait for this week. Let's let's see what happens. Tennessee is really good. Really good. But like yeah, we we've said all all year, gap between three and four. Yep. Yep. Gap between four, five, and six, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's Tennessee's good, but like these, they are not Alabama. They're not Georgia. They are a fun offense with a, like really good players that are unfortunately going to run into a better team this week. I think that's fair. Let's move on. Uh, another undefeated matchup: Oklahoma State going at TCU. TCU minus three and a half. Personally, I think this line is is like where it needs to be. I would maybe take TCU if that line starts creeping down, but I don't think it will. So I'm personally staying away. TCU was kind of in for a uh, a little bit of a dud performance after the Oklahoma game. They just like kind of played too well, and, and we're going to come back down to earth. They did. They beat Kansas anyway. Oklahoma State has been outplayed in their last two games. I'm on TCU minus three and a half. Mm, so you like that play. I To me, I'm a little bit scared off of that line just because of I, – I, I don't know. I think that line is going to continue to go up too. I think we're going to see by the end of the week TCU minus five and a half even. I, I think that's where the money's going to go. But yeah. if you, I guess if, if you want to lock that in and you believe in TCU, you lock that in at three and a half now. Yeah, I think that's definitely fair fair to say. I, I I think like Oklahoma State's about to enter their like gauntlet part of the schedule. And I just think like they've kind of been a little lucky the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I don't know, like I'm just thinking of the matchup though. Like I, I think Oklahoma State, like I think they can limit TCU's passing attack more than some of the other teams that TCU has played recently. And like, that's kind of where I'm caught up. Like, that's why I'm not jumping over TCU and the points. It's because I do think Oklahoma State can play well on, on the back end and limit those, um, like, also, like, the TCU game, like, even against Kansas, and it was the same thing with Oklahoma, but they had so many, like, wide-open people, like, receivers downfield for huge touchdowns. Like I don't, I don't see that happening from Oklahoma State, and so like I'm, I worry you get in a game where TCU is maybe down like seventeen ten in the in the second half, and they just like begin to press, and I, I think Oklahoma State's like coached well enough to where they can win that game. So I'm staying away. Um, if that line gets too big, I would even lean Oklahoma State plus like and the points. Like maybe like if it gets to, like Oklahoma State. I don't think I'll ever get to six and a half, but if it gets like five and a half, maybe I'll think about it. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of keeping an eye on that one. NC State going at Syracuse, undefeated Syracuse, Syracuse minus three and a half. I'm I'm fine with Syracuse minus three and a half. I would I would probably I would probably bet that. I feel comfortable with that. Yeah, I like I like it too. I NC State had I want to say like the lowest win expectancy of a team that won this week. Like their chance I think I want to say it was like fifteen percent 
of the time they win that game against Florida State, and they yeah. didn't look pretty. They didn't look good against Clemson either. In fact, they looked very bad. And Devin Leary's hurt, so yeah, I, I would I would take he, that one. He's probably going to play. Would be my guess, but he is not healthy. Do you think this line moves more in favor of Syracuse as the week goes on? Um. Yeah, I because I think NC State's probably going to be. I think the sharps are going to be on on Syracuse. NC State, I think I feel like it's definitely the public play here. Yeah. So like by by the time these guys see this pod on like Thursday or so, like this line will probably be four and a half, maybe five and a half Syracuse. Yeah, I don't think it's going to grow a ton, but I bet most of the money's on Syracuse. Yeah. Let's go on to another one. Arkansas at BYU. This one I really like. Arkansas minus one and a half. I love Arkansas to cover or one and a half. Is that more of anti BYU stuff or what? Um, I I think Vegas is underrating Arkansas a little bit too much. Um, like I they they they're three and three at this point, which is like I think why this line is so low. But like they're capable of of beating really good teams. And I don't think BYU is going to be able to push them around on, on the line. And like, I, I honestly think Arkansas runs away with this game on the road. Yeah. KJ didn't play last week. He's back. I think he's back in there this week. He was taking snaps today in practice. BYU just, I don't have a play on this one, but BYU is just not that good. I I have a play. I, I, I like Arkansas uh, one and a half. I would jump on that. And if this if this line ever gets to the point where BYU's favorite, I would I'd be fine with Arkansas money line. Hmm. Interesting. So like I, I think that's a really solid play. That was almost gonna be my lock of the week. I was really high on Arkansas at the start of the year, kind of cooled down because like they had some key injuries and they're not the team I thought they were gonna be. Like Jalen Catalan's out for the year. Yeah. But but I still think they're good. And I still think they're good enough to to beat Arkansas. We still have dudes. Or to beat BYU, I mean. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to some, some other games. I'm going to skip this Maryland-Indiana game because I, I, I really am not sure what to think of that. Um, James Madison, Georgia Southern. <laughs> Do we know enough about James Madison to play this game? Because James Madison's favored by 11. And just my initial gut reaction is that that's too many points. Their quarterback's good, Santeo, but Georgia ah, Southern's they're not like, bad. Southern weird. played they played uh who the coastal, coastal close. yeah. And then they beat Nebraska, obviously. And Southern at home going up against a top twenty five opponent. Georgia Southern this year only played two home games. And they've been against Morgan State, Ball State. It won both. I I'm leaning towards Southern plus eleven, and I could definitely see that line moving up as people see the ranked number next to James Madison. Yeah, I mean, like certainly the uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that the public will bet James Madison in this one. Yeah, I I I I like the Southern play here, honestly, and if you want to watch. James Madison in action anyways. It's a good opportunity to do so. Yeah, no, I, I do like Southern, actually. I'm fine with it. I have a play in the game listed below that, on ESPN at least. 
Go ahead. Wisconsin minus seven and a half against Michigan State. Mm. Michigan State has shown me nothing that they're going to be competitive against any sort of decent team. Even at home. Even at home. I mean, they got blown out by Minnesota a couple weeks ago at home. Also, Wisconsin's like back to playing Wisconsin football, I think. After one week, you're ready to say that? Also, like, Graham Mertz kind of been all right this year in in certain times. He's been, he's been pretty good in certain games. Okay. And I think that now that Leonard's coaching, like, his talent isn't going to be sort of limited by what Chris wants to do. Um, And if he's playing well, Michigan State isn't stopping that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going to stay away from that one. Um, eventually, I think Michigan State is going to play a team pretty close. Like, it, like they've got to figure it out, right? At some has, Michigan, what, has Michigan State, like, they haven't covered like, since week two against Akron. Yeah. They're 0-4 against the spread in their last four, and they're 0-4 straight up in those games, too. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't really personally. personally I don't. I don't like think the market's adjusted yet. Maybe I, I personally would stay away, but that that like that logic makes sense. Um, let's get to LSU at Florida. Florida minus two and a half. Any play here? No, I think both of these teams are really weird. I think LSU is probably the better team on paper. Yeah. Um. I watched Florida play live this past weekend. I thought they were outplayed by Mizzou for majority of that game. They do run the ball pretty well, but LSU will stop that. I would, I would think. Um, yeah, this is this is a definite stay away from me. I agree. Let's keep chugging along here. Clemson at Florida State. Interesting line, three and a half. Florida State's not healthy. Why is this only a field goal? Like th- to me, this stands out. And Jordan Travis is coming off of a pretty atrocious game too. Yeah, I listen. I would take home Clemson minus three and a half. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. This is a stay away from me. I can't get over where this line is. Um, I I just I I don't understand why it's at three and a half. I I, I still like Florida State because because listen every year. Clemson has that game on ABC at seven thirty against like a, a pretty like solid team. With athletes. I thought it might have been. La- I thought the beginning struggle. of the season was going to be last week against. And they struggle. So like I, that's a play. Like Clemson's really good, but they're not a team that like is going to blow out every solid team in their conference. Like they'll have close games against teams. Yeah. No, but like for real, like look at Clemson's schedule. They win this week. They're gonna be in the playoff. Notre Dame. You really think so? Yeah, I do. Why? Marcus Freeman effect. Is this like the new Brian Kelly effect that I haven't heard about yet? No, I just, I just think that, like Notre Dame is going to keep winning games, and they're going to keep like. I just feel like they're going to develop this chip on their shoulder that, like, you know what? This season's gone, but, like, we still have good players on this team. Let's, like, show these guys up. Let's see what we can do on national television. Like, what, like, 
what position is like Notre Dame better than? Oh, tight end for sure. But like the gap isn't that big. Burning stool's been great for Clemson. Tight end, um, O line. I don't know if I agree with that. No, Notre Dame's O line is better than Clemson's. It wasn't the first. It wasn't when I've seen them play. Yeah. Granted, like, like, listen, I haven't watched much of Notre Dame over the last few weeks. They were good against um, BYU. I watched them play Cal. I watched the Marshall and Ohio State games. Um, they held Ohio watched, State to 14 points. I watched part of the UNC game, but the U- UNC's defense is atrocious, so take okay. that with a grain of salt. They held Ohio State to 14 points. It's capable. Like, they were capable of doing it. So, anyways – Clemson minus three and a half. I like it. I'll take it. Mississippi State at Kentucky. Mississippi State seven-point favorite. Love it. No, I think that's too many points. Love it. Kentucky. I think it's too many points. On the road against an SEC opponent, too many points. Too many points. Kentucky Kentucky plus seven is my bet. I feel very comfortable about it. Kentucky's terrible. Mississippi and – they're not, not terrible, dude. And not they're okay. not what we thought they were, but they're not terrible. What we th- well, did did you think they were gonna be not well, great? I think being? they're I think they're a top twenty five team in the country. I don't I think don't. they're any better than like. I think they're in NC State territory. Oh my god, dude! It's like a legitimate top fifteen team. That's a good football team. <sighs> I, I really like the play. I think also, that, I think also that, Mississippi, that Mississippi State defensive line will destroy Kentucky's offensive line. Yeah, but, like, I can see a situation where Kentucky's able to kind of run the ball a little bit more. And, again, like, they haven't been able to really do it this year, but, like, they have the, the pieces to do so. And, like, especially at home, coming off, of like, a really deflating loss. Like, I don't know. I, I think seven's a lot, to be honest. It is. A lot of points. It is a lot of points, but I think Kentucky is a full touchdown better or a full touchdown worse than mistake. Okay, we're going to agree to disagree on that one as well then. Um, USC at Utah. Utah minus three and a half. Very torn about this play. USC money line might be the move. What are they at? Like, can we we find out what they're – Payout is. I, ma- I imagine it's like plus one twenty or something like plus that. one plus one thirty. Yeah, I I don't think I have a play here. I don't think I do either. So just enjoy this one. This one's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I, I can't find a play there. I think, you, I think USC is probably the better team on paper, but this one's an interesting one. Washington State at Oregon State. Oregon State favored by three at home. I kind of I kind of like Wazoo. Chance Nolan didn't play last week. They came back to beat or uh beat Stanford. I think I'm with you here. Kind of like Wazoo. I like Wazoo in this one. I'll take what like what's the payout? You can get Wazoo plus 135. I would probably take that, honestly. I agree with you. Uh any other game we want to go over? I mean, that's kind of all we have. Um I kind of lean Nebraska plus 13 and a half against Purdue. Weird yeah. one. 
I don't think Purdue's beating anybody by two touchdowns unless except for maybe Northwestern. Uh, I'm fine with that as well. Okay, I think that's uh we went through a ton of games there. Got a lot of plays again. For those who haven't been paying attention, lock of the week. Get that Alabama line wherever you can. Seven and a half. Take it and run with it. Yeah. Hope everyone has a great. Uh, let's see. This is probably gonna be on. We're probably gonna put this up on Thursday. Of course, we're recording this on Monday, so these lines have probably changed a little bit. Uh, hope everyone has a great time watching these games. It's gonna be an awesome week of college football, and we'll be right back here next Monday to go over everything that happened.